You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody, it's One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com. Today, we're talking about being a content curator. Now, your ears should perk up because being a content curator is very important for your social media strategy. And it means you don't have to come up with all this amazing content on your own, but you should be a content curator. It's part of your healthy diet in your social media marketing. You got to do it. So if you don't know anything about content curation or why you want to do it, or even a really cool tool that can help you build your email list through content curation, you're going to be loving today's episode. So my guest is Joe Cotalese, and he has created an app called Sherry. And you guys are going to love it because like I said, it's going to help you be a content curator, which means helping other people or not helping other people, but sharing other people's fabulous content and still having a little opt-in on that. How is that possible? Well, Joe will tell us how. Before we dive into that, Let's talk a little bit about the click technique. Make sure you go join us at theclicktechnique.com. The click technique is my private, my personal technique on how I drive traffic and leads for all of uh, the traffic and leads clients. It will help you build a strong foundation to your online marketing, which is what you need to start with. Before you can have these amazing launches and amazing results, you have to have a strong foundation. So go check us out at theclicktechnique.com. Part of that is being a member of our private Facebook group. And I wanted to bring you a question from that Facebook group and answer it here on the podcast. And the question from the Facebook group is, what is the best email marketing platform? And, you know, it's funny, this was asked out in the group and my friend Lindsay Phillips and I, who is the master of content marketing, she does a lot of work in that, can help you all on that. Her and I meet on Facebook every Thursday night for Thursday Night Live. So if you're around any Thursday at six o'clock PM Pacific time, make sure you check that out. But last week's conversation was about what is the best email marketing platform and her and I do a lot of the same things I drive I'm more driving traffic and getting email opt-ins and she's more on the content marketing side and we both had differing opinions believe it or not her favorite email marketing platform is Infusionsoft which is a really big enterprise system all the big people use it it's huge it's expensive It meets your needs, sure, but it's very confusing. I have a lot of clients on Infusionsoft. It's not my favorite, and I told Lindsay that last Thursday. My favorite is MailChimp or one called ConvertKit. And honestly, people, when you want to know what the best email marketing platform is, let me tell you, it's any email marketing platform. I don't care what you're using as long as you're gathering emails in a legal way and you're able to track results, which all email marketing platforms will do for you. So dependent upon your needs and your budget, honestly, they all pretty much do the same thing. Sure, Infusionsoft offers a shopping cart and like a whole bunch of options that 99% of you will never ever use. So I don't care which one you use, just use one. MailChimp, ConvertKit, Aweber, uh, Omniport, Infusionsoft, I don't care. The right one is anyone. There you go. There's your answer. That's one click Lindsay's official answer. So let's dive into today's interview with Joe. I think you guys will like it. And again, it's going to 
make your life a lot easier because you can be a content curator. Oh, one more thing. What letter of the click technique does this bad boy belong under? Well, I'll tell you. It belongs under curiosity and keep going. So the first C in the click technique is curiosity. Uh, Being a content curator, if you're curating the right kinds of content, it can absolutely generate curiosity. People will come to you, view you as a really good place for a, a central point of information. And so being a content curator can definitely generate some curiosity. And I also want to put it under keep going because generating your own custom, original, amazing content can be very difficult. And so you can become a content curator and ease the burden on yourself for this amazing content. So without further ado, let's just jump into this interview with Joe. Hey, Joe, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. Hi, Lindsay. Great to be here. Yeah. So, Joe, tell us a little bit about what you do. How do you make money? Uh, So, Lindsay, I'm the founder of Sherry. Sherry is a social media uh, marketing tool that allows uh, customers to put a call to action on content that they curate and share uh, through their through their social networks. So we've been running about, we, I'm a solopreneur. Uh, the, The site's been running now for about I would say three months now. Uh, my background's in uh, product development. I've worked in the in the SaaS space at uh, uh, marketing automation companies. Started out my career doing software engineering. Uh, moved into product development, and and you know most recently struck out on my own. Awesome. So Sherry, is it like a WordPress plugin? I'm still not capturing what exactly your software will do to help me get more leads. Oh. Sure, um, it's it's a standalone product. It's not uh, it's not part of uh, the WordPress ecosystem. Uh, basically, what it allows you to do, as I said, is to add calls to action to curated content. So, if you think about how you are publishing uh, content to your social media channels, it's typically a mix of content that you find and share, and content that you develop uh, on your own. So, like in your case. Uh, th- with this podcast, you might be uh, talking, you know, you might be curating interesting content that, you know, your audience is interested in and sharing that over social media. And then from time to time, you might also be posting, uh, you know, information about new, the, the new podcast episode. Mm-hmm. So with Curate, what you can do is use the content that you curate, uh, sorry, with Cherry, the content that you curate, you can add a call to action to the top of the post that says, hey, come check out the latest episode of my podcast. So that way, every single episode that you share has the call to, or, you know, the call to action at the top of the, uh, at the top of the shared post. So is it a Facebook plugin or you just like go to the website and it will, it will do it for you? Exactly. It's, it's more similar to Bitly. So you would take a, uh, an article that you're interested in, you generate a Sherry link, and then Sherry would take you, take the content that you shared, build a distraction-free version of the page, add the call to action at the top, and then return a link back to you that you can then post on Twitter, LinkedIn, oh, Facebook. You know, social that's social really cool. That is really cool. Yeah, it's been, it's been really helpful. You know, I, I originally built it to solve my own problem. Uh, I have a, you know, had a product management uh, 
blog that I was creating content for, and I could only write content so fast. You know, writing is not my my strong suit. So I was publishing, you know, maybe one article every two weeks and sharing it out to social media. But at the same time, I was hand curating really great content around UX design, product management, product strategy. And I thought, man, it'd be great if I could leverage some of that content that I'm finding already and sharing with my audience to drive more traffic back to my website. So I built a, a really bare bones prototype, uh, tried it out. And I was like, it worked better than I expected. You know, I, all of a sudden I was seeing tra- new traffic to my website solely based on the content that I was sharing. And I was like, wow, this, I should, you know, maybe turn this into a product. So I ended up, you know, basically building a more robust prototype and, and went to market with That's that. That's awesome. And in general, what's the cost on that? I, right now we're recording on 11, 14, 2017. So do not hold, do not hold him accountable for any of the prices he's about to say right now. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find uh, a product market fit and I want to make sure that the, that the application's affordable. Um, right now it's, it's nine, basically 10 bucks a month. Um, and at 10 bucks a month, you know, right now I'm not even capping the amount of shares or anything like that. It's really just, you know, to cover the the cost of developing the software and running the server. And then once I start getting, you know, identifying product market uh, fit and making sure I'm targeting the right audience, then I'll, I'll probably have a more robust uh, uh, pricing plan. But if you, if you get started now, it's, you know, the, the, the low price of nine, you know, or $10. It can be yeah, that's awesome. So I just want to paint it out a little bit for the audience, just so that we're all totally clear. So essentially you go find a piece of content. And so curating content's a, re- a really valuable way to, to be out there on social media. If you're, if you're like us and it, it's kind of a struggle to get out all this unique content. So there's no shame and it's actually really a powerful social media strategy to be a content curator. So what Get Sherry does is, and I'm looking at it on your website and it's super cool, is you go find a link that you want to share it on social media and he creates this link and then it looks like it has all of the content from that link. But then at the very top, there is this beautiful blue bar with some white text and a picture of the person who's sharing it. And essentially it's, you know, this example is want to build your own indoor garden, get my free guide, start gardening. But the awesome piece of shared content sits below. That's really cool. So very valuable when you're out there curating content. That's I love it. it. Nutshell. All right. So let's talk a little bit about content curation. Um, you have utilized content curation and had some success out on LinkedIn. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So, you know, I've been a longtime LinkedIn user, you know, LinkedIn, I, has it been around? It's probably been around a decade, maybe more at this point. I'm not even sure. And I've built up this, this following over, you know, over the years. And, you know, I've, I've, for a long time was just treating LinkedIn as sort of like a trading card. You know, I would go to some event, I'd meet some people, I would connect with them on LinkedIn, they would connect with me. And that was pretty much all that I did with with LinkedIn and didn't really realize how powerful of a platform that could be for lead generation um, really until recently. You know, like when you're, so, so a lot of my outreach, especially right now is, um, you know, either cold emailing or cold calling people. But I think using the term cold email or cold calling is, is a bit of a misnomer. Um, what I'm trying to do is basically warm my network um, so they know, like, and trust me. You know, I want to be able to demonstrate authority so that when I reach out to them via, you know, you know, an email or a phone call, they they know, oh, yeah, I know, I know who you are, Joe. You share all that content around social media marketing. So what I started doing was 
basically using LinkedIn as a, a platform for curating content. And this is a really uh, cool technique for salespeople. So if you're, if you're in sales, you might not be generating new content, but you can demonstrate yourself as a subject matter expert just by finding content in your related industry and just sharing that through um, through your through your LinkedIn network. So then, when it comes time to reach out to them, you know, via email or any of the other channels that you would want to reach out to them, you know, again, like I said, they know they know and understand who you are. So, how many times are you posting on LinkedIn per day? So, I'm using Buffer as the main channel for uh, publishing content. Buffer, uh, I'm sure a lot of your audience is familiar, but if they're not, it's it's a tool that lets you uh, basically batch send content to uh to your social media channels. So I'll, you know, I'll post, I would say, I think on LinkedIn I'm posting around 10 to 12 times a day. Um, but Buffer lets you adjust that. You could post less or or more. And you know, I just I don't just post uh curated content. You know, those those 10 or 12 posts, that's a mix of of content that I'll schedule at the beginning of the week. And we could kind of talk through the workflow in a, in a bit. And then in addition to that, you know, I'll go in and I, I might post something that is, you know, topical or timely that I, you know, happen to have heard like today, for example. Mm-hmm. And you have literally, um, when you go, like this has literally improved your cold calling and cold email success rate because you are curating content out on LinkedIn. So when you're reaching out, if you're connecting with people via LinkedIn that represent the audience that you're trying to attract, then when you send them an email, you know, if they're, if they're paying attention to their LinkedIn feed, obviously this is only going to be good for people that are, you know, following LinkedIn posts, but when they start seeing you, you become top of mind so that when they reach out to you, you know, it's like, oh yeah, Joe, I know who you are. You're the, you're the social media, you know, social media expert, Mm -hmm. for example. Mm Mm-hmm. I like it. I really like it. Now you use two other tools. Let's talk a little bit about cold emailing. Um, you use two tools called Hunter.io and Mixmax. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, I, I mean these these tools have really changed. You know, I feel like a, I feel like I'm a ninja now. You know, when it relate, you know, as it as it pertains to cold uh, cold emailing. So treat them separately for a second. So one of the problems with you know sending out cold email is. You know, what, what is the person's email address if you've never connected with them before? Um, and, you know, when you connect with somebody on LinkedIn, you can often find somebody's email address, but, you know, but not always. So Hunter.io is a, a website that basically lets you put in the domain name of the business you're trying to reach out to. And this, this tool only really works with uh, business email addresses. You know, somebody that has like a, a Yahoo or a Gmail address, you're not going to be able to use Hunter. But if you use you know, if you're trying to reach out to somebody that has a business domain name, you you can plug the business domain name into Hunter and it'll return to you all the email addresses that are associated with that domain that it finds by, you know, crawling the internet. But in addition to that, that's that's helpful on its own, mm-hmm. but sometimes that doesn't even give you what you need. So what what Hunter can also do is it gives you, it lets you figure out the pattern of an email address so that you know, if you're trying to reach me and you see that Bob at getcherry.com, you know, all the email addresses are first name at domain name, you can make a pretty good assumption that to reach me, you could just put Joe at getcherry.com. That's awesome. That's awesome. So when you're saying yeah. that you're cold emailing from LinkedIn contacts, you are not sending in mail, which is LinkedIn's proprietary email system. You're actually le- literally emailing them separate from LinkedIn. So I, I do take a couple approaches to this. Um, 
you know, I usually fall back on LinkedIn if I can't find somebody's email address. Um, but I feel like I have found at least the way I use LinkedIn, even when I'm on it all the time, some of the messages um, kind of get lost. One of the one of the benefits of, and we haven't talked about it yet, but one of the benefits of Mixmax is it allows you to build a much nicer looking message. Um, so, you know, I, I might send a cold email that says, you know, I'll have some something uh, you know, specific about the person, you know, if I've met them or if I've, you know, if I've seen co- content that they've posted on LinkedIn, you know, and I'll send them a message and have a specific call to action in the email message. Um, you know, usually it'll be like something like, uh, do, you know, if you want to take, you know, if you want to speak, you know, like, let's get together to talk for five or 10 minutes and I can explain to you how I think, you know, Sherry can help you with your content, um, you know, your, your content strategy, click here for, you know, to schedule a 10 minute conversation using my uh, Calendly link. And, uh, you know, I feel like I can create a much richer email, uh, you know, sending through my email client than if I tried to use Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, especially recently, LinkedIn over the last six months has changed their messaging platform to be more um, like a chat platform. And, And I actually, I don't like it as much as you know, before when I could just send a, a, a direct message. Mm-hmm. I agree. I totally agree. So I'm guessing you're doing this in bulk or are you, li- I mean, that seems like, I don't know, like online traffic and leads generation is kind of like a numbers game. And so you have to send like a thousand emails to get, you know, 10 emails back. And so are you literally looking up a LinkedIn contact, then you're going to Hunter to find their email address and then you're going to compose and you're hitting send um, that seems like a lot of work to send just one email that may or may not be responded to and, and can't be replicated like with a lot, like a, like a lot of numbers or, or am I incorrect in thinking that? That's a, that's a really, uh, good observation. And there's this, uh, venture capitalist, Paul Graham, who wrote this article about doing things that don't scale. And that's kind of the, where I'm, you know, where I'm at now, like right now, as I'm trying to get, adoption for my product, I'm taking a very strategic approach on the mm-hmm. people that I'm reaching out to. And I'm not just, I'm not just doing an email blast. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about who my target audience is, who are the influencers that I want to reach that, that speak to my target audience, and then try to uh, reach out to them directly uh, via, via email in order to, to begin the conversation. You know, eventually, for for a product like Sherry or, you know, for anybody that's selling, you know, a small, like a self-service product or, or a low, you know, a low dollar value product, you know, this, this type of technique uh, doesn't, doesn't scale really well. But it's obviously effective or you wouldn't be on the podcast talking about it today. And there is something to be said for personal emails in a world of bulk emails, right? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, when, you know, I, I know when I get emails from vendors, you know, you can, you can tell when somebody's done their homework and when they have just, they're just sending out a blast that, you know, is very clearly copy and pasted and sent to, you know, hundreds or thousands of people. And, you know, I, the, the best vendors I've worked with that have, have been the ones that have cold called me and had, or sent me a cold email, but took a few minutes to understand my business and the needs of my business and wrote a message that was specific to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, Now you have another tool in your tool belt, which is uh, Mixmax. What is that? So Mixmax is, it's a Google Chrome plugin that 
you know, is basically like a Swiss army knife for uh, uh, Gmail. And what Mixmax will do is you can't really put like one, one label on, on what Mixmax wow. does best. So I, you know, I, I use it for a couple different things. One, I use it for email tracking. So when I send an email through my Gmail account, I can actually see when somebody has opened an email and clicked an email. Mm-hmm. And like that alone is is super powerful because, you know, you, you'll get a sense that, you know, how well your message is resonating with your audience. So, you know, if you need to make changes to the message that you're sending, your cold email, if you see that your cold email gets no clicks, it's like, okay, or no opens, maybe I should tweak the subject line or maybe I should tweak my call to action. So that's like... That alone is worth the price of admission. I agree. But then on top of it, uh, some of the other stuff that Mixmax allows you to do is build a, um, you know, a, a autoresponder sequence right from your Gmail account. So you can send an email to somebody and then you can automatically send a follow-up email uh, three days later if they didn't, you know, if they don't open your email or if they don't click your email. So, you know, you can, so what I normally do is I'll, I will send a, a more tailored uh, initial email, and then I'll, I'll have sort of a pre-canned follow-up e- email that's, you know, hey, you know, I know you, my first email might have gotten lost in your inbox. Just wanted to know. I really think we could work together, or I think I could bring value to to what you do. Um, but it's it's a little more generic, so I can I could just leave that set to to schedule. So you know, it can handle some of the follow-up emails that if I'm in the middle, you know, if I'm constantly trying to create, you know, new emails to new cold emails, I don't have to worry about the follow-up as much. I love it. I love it. And anything you can automate, the the better it is. That's awesome. Those are two really awesome tricks, tools. Did you say Mixmax was a free Google Chrome extension or? I mean, so, yeah, so both, yeah, but so both, both Hunter and Mixmax, Mixmax have free accounts. So the Mixmax account, uh, does I think the email tracking uh, and some level of templating, but you're you're limited to to uh, if you go over a certain number of you know emails a month, or if you um, you know want to take advantage of some of their advanced features, you have to to pay. I think I'm I think I paid twenty maybe twenty dollars a month. Oh, the other thing that's really cool about it is it'll handle. This is great if you're in sales. It'll handle a lot of the group scheduling, you know, all, I'm sure you've, you've been in situations where you've sent a bunch of emails back and forth with somebody to try to schedule a, uh, you know, schedule some calendar time. So it actually can replace if you use Calendly um, as your scheduling uh, tool, it can replace that. Um, so it, you know, cuts down on, on the number of tools that you actually need to keep. That is so awesome. Awesome. All right. Before I let you go, I do want to talk a little bit more about content curation as a social media strategy. So I do know that some people feel like, well, if I'm sharing other influencers or professionals, blogs and stuff like that, then I am no longer like the person that knows everything because I'm sharing other people's content. And obviously if I'm sharing that, then maybe they know more than me. Can you kind of, uh, Tell, tell me what you think about what, what you would say to people who have that thought. I think there's a, a sense of community around sharing content from your peers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, social media often seems like this endless self-promotion, you know, where I'm constantly, you know, promoting content or promoting my product or service. And I know for me, when I, when I see somebody's Twitter feed and it's constantly about me, 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 you know, it, it, it turns me off, um, so I think the advantage of, you know, curating content around the same subject matter that you're writing about, 
you know, gives your audience different perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like it, it detracts from, you know, being seen as the expert in your, in your field. Um, you know, I think it, you know, I think it basically augments, you know, the content that you're creating. I totally agree. Um, that's awesome. All right, Joe, before I let you go, I'm going to turn the time back over to you. You have a couple minutes to again, tell us how to find you and anything else you want the audience to know. Sure. So, uh, I mean, just to, to, just to kind of wrap up, I think, you know, from my perspective, I like to take the, the five, three, two approach to, um, sharing content on social media, you know, five posts from other people, you know, three posts from you that are relevant to your audience, but are not salesy. And then, you know, I'll try to post, you know, one or two posts over, you know, the course of the day to, you know, that are more personal in nature, because I think there's, there's a real advantage in, uh, you know, the, you know, using social media to humanize, um, you know, basically put a, put a face behind all the content. Mm-hmm. You know, people, people don't buy from companies, they buy from people. And, you know, social media ha- does a really good job of, I mean, you know, it's been around for, for years now, but it does a really good job and still does a really good job uh, of, of humanizing you. And, you know, I built Sherry to basically, you know, fit into that content creation strategy by allowing you to take those, you know, five posts that you're curating from other people and still uh, deliver, get, get, you know, additional value out of it, you know, so you're, you're sharing it, you know, you're sharing great content that you find, but you're still getting, um, you know, potentially traffic back to your, back to your site. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. And you can uh, find me or find, find Sherry at www.getsherry.com. And you can follow me on Twitter. If you want to say hi, you can follow me at Joe Cotalese. And uh, that's 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 the best place to get a hold of me. Awesome. And you guys, I, seriously, go and check out this piece of software that he's developed. It's amazing. It looks really cool. And I am actually going to try it because I love it because you're curating content, but you still have your little call to action there and can build your email list. So I love it. Make sure you go and check it out. Thank you again for being a guest on the show. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Lindsay. Take care. There you have it, folks. I told you that was a super cool interview with Joe. So go out and be a content curator. And a quick commercial for trafficandleads.com. If your business needs more traffic and leads, if you feel like you're doing all the right things and you're still not getting any traffic or leads or building your email list, make sure you reach out to us at trafficandleads.com. If you like this episode or this podcast, please feel free to share it with a friend or give us a review on anywhere that you listen to this podcast, like Stitcher or iTunes or Facebook. That would be super awesome. Even YouTube. Uh, All the episodes are up on YouTube. So go out and be a content curator. And until next time, I am One Click Lindsay with trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. (music) 